Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the 15 Minute Coffee. My name is Anna Donovan and I'm joined here with Neve Lawler. In this week's episode, we have part two of our chat with Kaylon Cullen. Kaylon is a founder of Arctic Stone, which is Ireland's first multi-award winning hand-roll ice cream franchise. In our chat with Kaylon, we spoke all about the importance of travelling and how inspiration comes from the strangest of places. We also spoke about how you should always try to be the best version of yourself and how staying in your comfort zone is a dangerous game. If you haven't listened to part one of this episode, I'd recommend you going back and listen to that first. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. No, the idea of uh, Arctic Stone came from traveling in Southeast mm. Asia. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to know, like, did you go traveling in search of a business idea? Now that I've talked to you, I don't think you did. But um, what other lessons did you learn from traveling? And would you recommend traveling to other aspiring entrepreneurs or other people? Yeah. Um, I didn't go over. So, okay. So I landed in Thailand on, like, no, my first day we went to the street food market. So I'd actually been working in the street food market in Dublin, like the whole summer before I went to Thailand. So I kind of loved what food does with people, what kind of, and um, that kind of vibe, the kind of farmer's market, everyone kind of resonates with each other. And it's just a good vibe to it. Um, so when I went to Thailand, I was like, right, let's hit the street food markets because the food, the culture, it's all, you don't go to Starbucks, you don't go to McDonald's, you don't go to Burger King. Like I'd rather get a Pad Thai the street food vendors and get a dodgy stomach then go to mcdonald's you know because that's an experience that's a story and yeah, it, did happen. Yeah. It, was, it was well worth it it was well worth it but you know you have to do these things you have to risk sometimes when it comes mm. to food but enjoy the street food buzz the culture the lights the history that went behind that pad thai or the green curry or anything like that in the street food market so when i came across them making ice cream i was just enthralled by the whole like concept of making ice cream to order and i was like wow this is so cool i've never seen this before and then a kind of light bulb moment went off and i tried it and i was like eh, it doesn't taste very nice but the concept is good so why don't we bring it all back and start bringing like really good ingredients fresh ingredients no oils preservatives put it all together with a really cool technique and see what i can do so i stayed in thailand so i was in thailand for 24 hours and i came across a business idea and i got obsessed for six weeks, just riding out every moment, like on the long trains around Vietnam and Cambodia and Thailand, just writing out ideas, flavors, concepts, visions, demographs, songs that would coincide with the vibe that I wanted to create, like designing playlists, just completely like dedicated to the idea. And um, now I was driving the people I was traveling with absolutely mad. I wouldn't shut up about ice cream. I was like, look, ice cream. And they're like, will you shut up? They came, they came for a holiday and now they. Yeah, I'm just there yeah. like scribbling business ideas. But um, no, like I like never set up a business properly in my time. I'd always bought, sold things like I'm um, sell protein powders, all this kind of stuff in school, and like tickets and stuff for like festivals and stuff. But um, never necessarily a structured business, let's say. Um, but I've always had a bit of an entrepreneurial flair. I have a book since I was like 14, 15 of every idea I've thought about. Like I've had some wild, mad ideas about businesses over the years. I look back, I'm like. Jesus, what was I on when I was like that? <laughs> you know, but I've always had that entrepreneurial flair. I've always wanted to set up a business. And then after college, I was like, I could have went on to do a master's, but I didn't really want to do it. I wanted to do my own thing and just kind of see how I got on. And I was like, right, time to set up a business, see how we get on and, you know, mm. give it a bash. But um, so I came home from Thailand, started developing recipes, blends, ratios, all that kind of stuff, designing logos, branding, 
And then just kind of going from there, ticking everything off the list every day, one or two things, incremental improvements, getting 1% better, learning about business, reading, writing, and just creating ideas. And uh, then launched like eight, nine months later after all my training in Thailand and uh, launched in a farmer's market from there. But uh, when it comes back to traveling, now every time I go traveling, I have a note on my phone, like, you know, the what's that sticky notes on your phone yeah. where everything you come across, you're like, okay, that's cool. I've never seen that before. I'm writing that down because you will forget it. Every idea that comes into your head, you've probably had 101 ideas and they've fallen out of your head. You know what I mean? Write it down. As soon as you see it, write it down. Because then you'll look back and like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was really cool. It's like, let's see what I can do with that. Um, and I, like everywhere I go traveling, I always just have a little, uh, like the phone notepad out and I'll like take down a note or two. Like, let's say I come across like a really cool food concept or a burger or a pizza joint or something like that. Okay, that was cool. Writing down the memories of what you came across. Mm. Um, and that just keeps your creative mind going as well as much as possible. Because you need to work at that as well. Like yeah. you can't just jump straight into drawing a picture like and creating a masterpiece. You have to get like, you have to draw a thousand and one times before your masterpiece. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So when it comes to idea generation for businesses, you'll have a hundred and one, you have to write down all the business ideas before you get a really good one. So you yeah. constantly have to keep that part of your brain flowing, ignited. I just lit up because like, it'll wear away if you don't and you're like how do you people are like how do you come up with the idea i don't know my brain just kind of thinks like that but it's not i wasn't born like that you train it over time you know as well but yeah. um traveling is the best thing you will ever do hands down full stop no question about it. i don't care what anyone says you know traveling um is an incredible incredible journey in the world and seeing places in the world experience cultures through food um now because i have the business i can't really travel as much i try to get away a bit obviously with covid i haven't been away in like a year and a half but uh going to places you've never been before sparks your ideas again you know it ignites your yeah. brain to kind of dealing with the situations and kind of kind of getting used to the area as well so if you keep going to the same place over and over again your brain won't be ignited into thinking differently so you go to a new culture new concept try a different food try a different activity jump out of a plane that yeah. uh, bungee jump whatever keep that brain active it's, when you're traveling and it's it's invaluable it's like going outside your comfort zone it really pushes it, your brain and it pushes it, your ideas 100 percent outside your comfort zone is the most fun thing in the world like mm. most of the time i have no idea what the hell i'm doing <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I really don't. But I like to jump out of my comfort zone. If I'm feeling myself slipping into a bit of comfort, I'm like, right, I'm gonna learn a new skill. I'm gonna yeah. go and uh, do something a bit different. Or I'm gonna like I'm I haven't run in a while, so I'm gonna try like do a mountain run or I'm gonna do an extreme run to just mm. kind of get out of my comfort zone as well as much as possible. And traveling, if anyone is thinking about this is thinking of a career change or a life change or doesn't a bit lost at the moment about what they want to do or who they are, or where they want to go, travel, mm. travel. And don't like, you can go to like your Ibiza's and Marbella's and all that. That's fine. Like if that's what you want to do. Um, but the places of unknown certainty are probably going to be the best. That's where growth you know, comes from. It's where growth comes from. Go to the hills of South America. No, I haven't been there myself, but <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's on my list of places to go. Yeah. Now, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I would have done it there last year, but obviously everything on my plans got cancelled. But mm. uh, do something different. Go somewhere by yourself. Even going to Ireland, around Ireland by yourself, is because you get to learn a lot about yourself. 
um, as well. Because when you kind of get caught in a crowd, you kind of forget who you are and you kind of get distracted from your real personal learnings. So um, go travel by yourself. Give it a shot. It's one of the most fun things you'll do. You'll meet some interesting characters along your journey. I, I guarantee you. But if you're afraid, like the first time I traveled by myself, I was terrified. Like I'm also terrified of flying. And it's kind of a good analogy I always look at <laughs> in life. I'm like petrified of flying. Like I, I can't, like I'm shaking. I'm close mm. to tears a lot of the time with like turbulence. But you're terrified of flying, but you get where you want to go for the love yeah. of travel. Yeah. You know, so when you it's, land there, that's metaphor. when you're loving kind of going to place. Exactly. That's that's why I kind of wait, come in life. It's like, okay, I'm terrified of flying. I'm out of my comfort zone. I don't like being so high up in the air. But when I get to the destination, that's yeah. when the love, I'm doing it for the love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason behind it. Yeah. So if I also, if there's a show anyone wants to watch, if they're into it, Anthony Bourdain is a massive inspiration for me. And yeah. the show, the show Parts Unknown is kind of the reason it sparked a lot of during the first lockdown i kind of became obsessed with it I was, and i was, I was like the guy same, is... funny enough oh, really? <laughs> yeah that was my yeah, that was my cultural sort of experience when i was in lockdown was watching anti Bourdain. exactly it was, it was did a... all the traveling once you couldn't you know so yeah. like i think he's a prime example obviously he had his own issues and whatnot mm. but it's a prime example of going to a new place experiencing the world and the way he talked about it was so poetic and beautiful yeah. and genuine and sincere and you know, it just goes to show the how raw life is and how beautiful it can be by going to other cultures, chatting to people, going around the world by yourself if needs be. But people kind of, unfortunately, they kind of look at people who go around the world by themselves as kind of like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, no, you can't be yeah, doing that. A bit weird. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. do it. Like, if you're scared of it, do it. That, that's If you're terrified of something, just go do it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You know, and fear will be the biggest kind of, um, reason for why you don't do something or your biggest regret you know what i mean because of the fear of being perceived as maybe being a loner by going traveling around the world by yourself or something or the perception of others and just let go of that fear and just go and do whatever the hell you want oh, go travel go meditate with the monks in nepal <laughs> like whatever you want to do just go do it you know what i mean so travel as much as possible going back to your original question <laughs> traveling you, you never know what idea you'll come across and divine yeah. intervention or anything you know Hmm. I suppose uh, we'll go into the final section now and you were just mentioned there that Anthony Bourdain but was, do you have any other recommendations books podcasts that have a positive influence on your life mm, yeah so um, my favourite podcast um, besides this one obviously um, <laughs> nice 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 yeah thanks Anne. a little slight plug there um yeah. Uh, my favorite one would be How I Built This by Guy Raz. Mm. I think just some of the guests he gets on are inspirational. So I went traveling around North America there about two years ago by myself. And I had all the episodes downloaded. And I was going from town to town, just listening to that. And it was just really, really cool. Because that's when I was kind of undecided on the bit. Like the business was going and I just wasn't sure on the direction that I wanted to go with it. But listening to these and drawing inspiration from incredible entrepreneurs who had some serious hard times and coming out. And it's just really, really cool. Like people who set up five guys or uh, shake shack or honest tea, all these lads, like and all these guys. And it that's, and that's what, that would be my favorite podcast now at the mm. moment would be that one. And um, now the three books, I'm a big, like I, was called like I did not read up until the age of probably about 22, 20, but yeah, roughly 22. Like I just 
couldn't read. I'm not a good reader at all. Um, but the last few years, I've kind of become obsessed with books. Um, I believe like books are one of the most important assets in the world because it's the learnings of someone else for their own life experience. You know, that you're getting in 200 to 250 pages. That's invaluable. And like when you think about it, a book worth like 12 euro is two glasses of wine. Two glasses of wine are literally going to be pissed away whilst the book is going to stay with you and potentially change your life forever. So my three favorite books that I would recommend to anyone, um, number one is Legacy um, by James Kerr. It's like I read it this year and it completely changed my life perspective about why I do what I do. And I've always had a reason for why I do what I do, but I kind of reinforced it. It's about the New Zealand players and leaving the jersey in a better place. Um, It's a very, very good book. Um, The next one is The Power of Habit. Um, I can't remember who wrote that one, but it's The Power of Habit had a massive... Is it? I have no idea. Um, um, But I've read it twice now, and it's a very good and very powerful book in training and learning about how doing something over again will kind of get it ingrained into your brain and just habits and like getting into a good morning routine. I'm very strict on my morning routine of what I do. Um, so that really does set you up for the day and then you can go out and smash it as much as you can. You know what I mean? So I do believe in that. Um, and then the originals. Um, I can't remember who wrote that one either, but Adam it's a very Grant, good, that's the one. Adam Grant, that, yeah. 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 very very good about how the world doesn't change with everyone thinking the same you have to come from life at a different standpoint to really change and impact the world so by thinking differently you can have a different impact like if everyone stayed the same it's kind of like evolution really if everyone stayed the same nothing would ever improve you have to think differently you have to be original as much as possible and uh, that's that's a really that was a really good one so those three books there would be my biggest uh, recommendation so reading as much as possible. Um, I would highly recommend any any entrepreneur, anyone kind of in life, really. And I, I wish I had been told that when I was younger, when I was 10, 11, 12. I really wish um, I had read more growing up. Um, I was I told I was... Go on. Oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> I, I was told I was dyslexic growing up and like I was in the worst English classes in school. I was probably going to... I was probably should have done pass English in the leaving cert, like I barely scraped English because I did not read and I took it for granted the ability to read. But now, like if anyone asks me like what to do, put down Netflix, except for Anthony Bourdain um, <laughs> and, re- and read. It's an incredible asset and it's an asset that we've had for thousands of years. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's a very powerful. It could one book like think about it, one book uh, could potentially change your life. Yeah, you know what I mean? And the, and the way you perceive reality, society, and create your own societal perceptions. So, uh, yeah, read. <laughs> read, kids. Read a book. Read a book. I always read actually say, like, books are like TV in your head. I don't mm. even know if that's a good way of putting it. But it's like when no, you I read like a book, it. you can just make your own image in your head. So No, yeah. for sure. Like, and that may be the way we should teach kids. You know, like, I like that like it is upsetting like and sometimes i do get lost on my phone i think we're all kind of up to that but i kind of yeah. set aside every morning i read a couple of pages and now again i'm a really slow reader i get piss taken out of me for that but you know i'll get through that book eventually 
once you get um, through it that's the main thing exactly exactly and i like every i have like little sticky notes where i write down little lessons from that page or in that chapter or something like that just to kind of reinforce that because every book again every book has been written through years of general like experience from that author mm. you know whoever it was went through something and that's why they're writing that book like every book has been written through a moment of hardship when you think about it. like every piece of the best poetry art book has been written through someone going through a life-changing transformation and passing that experience on to you yeah um it's so terrible. it's a yeah and like that's that's what i kind of learned this year as well is that the, as i said the best piece of art music some of the best songs in the world have been brought out by hardship yeah. not it's not always happy go lucky yeah a great song it's powerful mode of stuff uh, from people going through the, their hardest points in life writing a book and uh, writing a song um emotions and that's what you're learning from other people especially through um the power of word you know but i i would like I like hope to when I'm older have a big library of books on the wall and I, I kind of do now at the moment I've built up a decent collection now in the yeah. last five years but uh, I hope to add to it now now over the next couple of years and for the rest you know I'm just it's an invaluable resource yeah sorry I know I went on a bit of a tangent again but you know no, not at all. power of books not at all um so you know. we've reached our our final question uh-huh. um <laughs> i know sad times i can talk all day this is great yeah we'll keep going anyway <laughs> <laughs> um so we were wondering if you have any tips for anyone who is maybe starting a business and is kind of looking for maybe like-minded individuals to work with would you have any tips on kind of i suppose how to find those people and how to kind of build a strong team mm um to find the right team and like it is a very difficult thing especially when it comes to the food service industry staffing and getting the right team is very difficult um but i would say trust your gut when you're dealing with someone when it comes to staff um it's it is very difficult but if you can create a good vibe with your staff and they get the mission and they get the idea and the concept behind everything that it's not just ice cream and the person coming up isn't just a number at the shop and they're, in a, they're a person behind it. Like, you're not a machine. You're a person as well. Create that experience for them. And they really just do enjoy it. And then the staff enjoy it. Like, all my staff have been with me for years, years. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just a summer job for most of like, I think the average someone has spent with us is the average person has been with me for about three years now. You know what I mean? So, Trey College, they didn't get another job. They stayed with me and stayed with us about what we wanted to do, you know, because. Mm-hmm um so that's about creating the team that so you have to create the vibe the energy and the kind of t- community around it and i don't see my staff as just like not even like call them staff to be honest with you i kind of call us a squad you know and a crew <laughs> while trying to be like yeah squad you know what i mean ice cream <laughs> squad um because like i played in teams and stuff like that my whole life and um, from soccer and all sorts so i like you know everyone is their own personality and just creating that kind of team goal um, and I don't like it when I see other businesses just like treating people and their quote staff poorly. Mm-hmm. Like I've been treated like absolute muck over the years from jobs I've had. Like. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, we'll just get someone to do your job if you don't do it. And I was like, well, screw you then. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've got my assets and that's why I like to talk to my staff and chat with them as much as possible. And I know their stories. I know what they like. I know their interests. I know what they're doing in college you know mm-hmm. and that's you kind of want to make people and you just enjoy it a lot more yeah and personally 
Um, but when it comes to finding people, like ask people questions, like ask, as I've already said, like ask the local coffee shop guys, like, oh, can I meet you for a coffee, you know, and I'll, I'll pay for it. You know what I mean? And yeah. no, they, again, they've gone through an experience that they could pass over to you. Um, so finding the right team is, it's very difficult. Um, at times people can break your heart, um, in work, um, because maybe they may not buy into it and no one's going to have the exact passion as you, you know, but you can still try and create that and try and create a communal aspect to it. But not like some people can't let you down and that's just part and parcel of running a business. It really is, especially the food service industry. Um, but, um, and then just asking people questions like the right mentor. And if you're kind of undecided whether to start a business or something like that, or um, you have an idea, just talk to someone. Like a lot of people are worried about like competition. Oh, they're, they're doing competition, competition, all this kind of stuff. Competition is great. Yeah. You know, like remember we were talking a few minutes about comfort zones. If you're a business and you've gotten into the comfort zone, you're going to plummet. The only way de- the only way you're going is down. Because if competition comes up, you're not going to raise your standards. You're not going to raise your bar. You're not going to always want to improve. You're not going to always want to be the best if you're the only person there. There's no playing field. You know what I mean? There's no one on the pitch if you're if you've no competition. And yeah, I understand monopolies and stuff like that. But like for us, a lot of people in the ice cream industry, hundreds of thousands um, uh, of people. That was a really bad pun. Um, <laughs> I really gotta keep that, that in <laughs> yeah, yeah oh no um, there's so many people in the ice cream game and tubs and shops and stuff like that how do you differentiate yourself from everybody else and like creating your own ethos and creating your own brand and like if you put a, if you have an if you have a business idea and you're afraid to tell someone because you're someone's gonna rob it or whatever like that no one's gonna replicate you you know what I mean no one's going to like people can rip your idea off, yeah, but they're not going to do the same execution as you. You know what I mean? No one's going to like wake up the exact same with that intrinsic motivation as you. No one's going to get up two hours before you if you came out with the idea. Like mm-hmm. if they're getting up at six, you get up at four. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you're already two hours ahead of them. So don't be afraid to ask questions, to put your idea out into the universe and see what happens and work towards it. And just ask ideas from people who've done it, have been there, like, what I've learned is the entrepreneur society and business owner society, everyone wants to tell their story. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, as I said, everyone already has a story. So they, and they want to tell it, they want to talk about it. And myself personally, I love to talk. So if anyone comes up to me, I'm happy to talk. I've gone for hundreds of coffees over the last five years of people. I'm delighted to do it. You know, 15 what I mean? coffees. 15 minute <laughs> coffees. Oh, like I go for a bit. I have another one up like half 12 today. You know what I mean? So in a couple of hours, I have have another coffee with someone again. So like, I love doing that kind of stuff because to see someone like one of my mates, I'm very proud of him. Uh, He'll know if he, uh, when he hears this, who he is, but um, he, me and him were always talking about ideas and he always wants to be an entrepreneur and he studied it. And and he, he always had these ideas. I was like, man, just do it. And we just kind of chatted about it and to see him doing so. And he set it up there a year ago during COVID because he was got made kind of redundant from his job. He was working in the hotel industry. So he was like, right, I'm going to start working at this now. I've got time. I've got, I can do this. I was like, man, you got this. And now he's absolutely flying. He has his coffee business. I probably should have said that. (laughs) He is absolutely flying. And I'm so proud of him. He should be so proud of himself. But he was so, he was kind of afraid and he was like, you know, just go do it and talk to people. You don't know what 
information you can get from someone. You don't know where it could lead. It could put you in a Facebook group that could be a group of entrepreneurs that are doing the same thing or whatever it is. So just go do it. And there's no better time like the present. If you wait two years, that idea is going to go. And then someone else is going to do the same idea. And then you're like, ah, well, I told it that. How many times do you ever hear people on Bitcoin? Like, yeah. oh, if I had invested in Bitcoin 10 years ago, well, you didn't. Yeah. You it doesn't know matter I mean? when it's too late. Exactly. It doesn't matter when it's too late. And obviously, like in two years, not being funny, like we're all on a clock as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. just go do it. If you want to set up, if you want to write a book, just start writing today and just kind of start doing it. Yeah. You know, if you want to write a song, start playing music every day and playing piano or whatever. Just do you it. know what I mean? Just yeah. go do it. And you won't regret doing something that you've always wanted to do. And that's mm-hmm. that's it. You know, um, if you keep putting something off, putting on the long finger, kicking the can down the road, it'll bite you in the ass. And that's what mm-hmm. I've learned over the years as well. Like you avoid a problem or if you avoid a situation, it'll come back. Mm-hmm. It always does. Um, so just go do it talk to the right people and just start writing out a little, I have the, there's a to-do list app, which I'd highly recommend anyone get. Um, and you basically just write out to-do lists of everything you need to do. And then just as soon as you start ticking them off, you're like, geez, I did 10 things <laughs> that I didn't think I'd be able to get done today. And I got them all yeah. done. That's what, like, that's class, yeah. you know? It's that feeling little, though as well of ticking them off. Like it's, it's a good feeling. Exactly. I, I, there's a, there's a, what's the chemical release kind of thing is like an endorphin or something anyway dopamine but, dopamine. dopamine. Yeah. there you go thanks man <laughs> got, got my biological back there um, <laughs> you get that dopamine hit of kind of taking them off the list and it's just a mm. really good feeling of doing something worthwhile and if you're thinking about doing something going back to it if you're thinking about doing something talk to people that like and entrepreneurs especially love to tell their story talk to them ask them i've never turned someone down for a coffee ever and i never will yeah yeah uh, or even if i can't make the coffee you can call me at any time whether it's two in the morning doesn't matter to me i'll answer the call because people did that for me um mm. so i will do that back the world works in giving back you know as well as just as much as yeah. taking so you give like ask for it and then when you're multi-millionaires you've set up the business you know give it back you know yeah. what i mean yeah um and just yeah just go do it start ticking things off the list but again i'm gonna like stop on this note do it for the right reasons because you want to do it that's it mm-hmm. like and don't base it off a societal perception of money and wealth and fame and status just do you that's all you can do you've only got one life just do you yeah. you know what i mean you know you give it your best shot yeah that's yeah. a Very mic drop moment there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, i just kind of drop on that note you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? so, but uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that's, that's that's it, you know? Yeah, I think that's some very strong tips and advice there to finish off. So, um, yeah, Kaylon, just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Uh, We really appreciate it. It was great hearing about your journey and some of the tips and tricks you've thrown in along the way as well. So, um, yeah, thanks so much, Kaylon. Really appreciate it. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. Best of luck with all the podcasts and everything, okay? Perfect. Thanks, Kaylon.